0: So Whiten, question number one for you. Do women on average, in your experience, do they experience a substantial de- decrease in libido after the end of the honeymoon stage of the relationship? When you enter into the comfort stage of the relationship, when things become safe and secure, and he's not going anywhere and she's not going anywhere, is it a fact that for the average woman, the lib- libido tends to decrease?
1: 100 percent the libido always tends to decrease after the honeymoon stage unless it is some strange situation where the woman is not at all secure in the relationship but and and then the libido can kind of fake stick around because it's you know reassurance seeking but in all healthy relationships almost all even the highest libido woman hell even the man has some decrease in the desire to, to have sex because that's based on novelty and excitement. Men have such high testosterone levels compared to women that they can weather the, you know, the end of the honeymoon stage in a different way. And they don't even really they may not even notice the decrease, although it is there. A refractory period for a man would shorten with the addition of a new partner. Uh, however, for women who start with less testosterone, monogamy and basically 18 months to three years after commitment because that's as long biologically as it takes to make a baby have a baby wean a baby and then move on so libido goes down this doesn't mean she never wants to have sex but it just is not that drunk giddy new love uninhibited feeling that is the outlier feeling and then she goes back to whatever she was before, whatever she's innately going to be, which is, again, along the bell curve of high to low libido for women.
0: I did a little uh, chart, which I may include in this video, where it shows, uh, uh, I created it, where it shows the honeymoon stage is, you know, you're, you're typically pretty even, with the man usually being still high, even higher than the woman, even in the honeymoon stage. But as soon as you hit the comfort, both dip down, but the men tend to dip down a little bit and kind of maintain Thanks testosterone uh, at this consistent level while the woman's tends to go down. And then we have spikes of that, that weekend away with, you know, without the kids, uh, ovulation. Uh.
1: ovulation yeah. yeah. But also with the kids, it goes down. Like, you know, every time that you have like a child, yeah. you get pregnant, you nurse, nursing basically puts your body into kind of menopause cause your body doesn't want to make another baby. There's like, there's a lot of, and then menopause, you know? So there's a lot of different cliffs for the woman's libido to drop off.
0: And, but a lot of women hearing that, hearing me say it in particular, being a man, will rebut with, it's not a natural thing that's happening. I'll tell you what's happening, is that my partner has become a different person. And he's gone from Mr. Romantic to basically another kid in the house. And that's why it's a massive turnoff. If it wasn't for him becoming another child in the home, I would have the same libido that I had before.
1: Oh, yes, but that wouldn't be even remotely reasonable. Both people respond to being in a different stage by acting, you know, a hell of a lot less romantic. You know, and that's just the way that it goes. Of course, he's not planning dates every three seconds, and you're not blowing him every three seconds either. Like, it's just not what it used to be on either side. Obviously, if the man is a tremendous jerk, then she is not going to want to sleep with him. Even when she's ovulating, she will consciously say, no, I may want to have sex, but not with him because he is so terrible. But if, if he's not so terrible, then women are looking around for kind of a reason, that they don't feel like having sex and a really good one is that he's annoying because all human beings grow annoying to one another but that is usually not the major one unless he is again a terrible jerk completely emotionally barren and really you know just awful then there are other reasons as well the hugest one is what we're saying is the decrease of libido after the honeymoon stage
0: And but a lot of people hear that and and interpret that as, uh, well, this is yet another example for why we should never marry because uh, especially men say this because we're so sex focused um, because uh, uh, um, my goal as a man is to is to uh, have as much sexual intercourse between now and the day I die as humanly possible. So if you're telling me that this saying I do is going to be a major detriment to that, well, then I I need to, you know, rethink my plan in life. Um, I I don't think we're not saying don't get married. What we're saying is, go into it with realistic expectations, and go into it with a realistic game plan for what it will take, Mister High Libido, to get your needs met. And that's going to take novelty, and it's going to take doing special things. It's going to take date nights.
1: And you know what, uh, she may, you know, she she may also get hit by a truck and paralyzed. And you know, marriage is that you're supposed to stay with somebody, and she would hopefully stay with you if you got hit by a truck and paralyzed and couldn't use your penis anymore. So, I mean there are larger scale deeper reasons such as creating a family and a life together and being truly in love all of the new sexy date nights and stuff in the world aren't going to work with some people that's an individual decision whether to stay or go anybody who's getting married purely to have libido you know honeymoon style high libido sex all the time is a fool you know and ought not to get married obviously but the majority of people yeah, like they need to have a balance between understanding natural human biology and trying to be cognizant of what it would take their specific partner to still feel romantically connected, in fits and starts sometimes, especially when kids are very young. It's not going to be constant. And then hopefully to have somewhat of a fun sex life, even though it is never going to be like the honeymoon stage ever.
0: You've you identified something, though, that... Um I don't know if catch-22 is the proper term or not, but it is a man says, I've made my vows. And the men I talk to are very, to a point of, almost to a fault. I made vows. I don't care what this woman does. I'm sticking with her. And they'll endure abuse and all kinds of awfulness. And they hide behind basically their vows. They use that as a crutch because they're very codependent in nature. So we have that. I have my vow, I'm gonna stick with this woman no matter what, but at the same time, I have very real needs and this woman hasn't touched me in two years, you know, or something like that. So he's at this, what do I do? I'm, I'm gonna be a dick for saying, you know, and, and the wife is very sensitive to this, and she says, you're going to, because he'll eventually have the big talk to her, and she'll say, you're seriously contemplating leaving us and the family and, and breaking up the family because of sex? Seriously, Mr. Shallow Asshole Man? And okay. and there is a. Uh, um a chorus of people behind her saying, yeah, you're a major dick, dude. Most
1: people are quite foolish, right? Because like, if he didn't come in through the door and say, if he refused to say hello to her with a smile for two years or he refused to paint whatever she told him needed painting, that doesn't really, or he refused to go on a vacation or a date night or whatever she wants or rub her feet or, you know, buy her whatever. I mean, I'm not talking about be nice to the children or take care of the home because you're an adult and you do that. But all the little things she likes that these codependent guys who find themselves in sexless marriages, they're still doing. Them. I mean, like it's like like I it was an onion article years ago, like that the only people who give massages but don't get laid are like in college. No, they're not. They're in my office and they're in your office. And, you know, I mean, that should stop. I mean, there is nobody wants To be in a sexless marriage, but some guys, it's almost, that's the only familiar thing to them is to be in this situation where they're getting treated like shit. And that needs to be really discussed with a therapist and worked through because that is not useful and that's a terrible role model for your son or your daughter or any.
0: If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, youtube videos audiobooks courses everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be and if you're like a lot of men there's something still missing well i can tell you what that missing thing probably is quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on -on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.